Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right now we have not our Ray, not Mr. Ratto, but another Ray, a more successful Ray. Since he's calling Wouldn't from be Bel- hard. Since he's calling from Belmont, I guess things have gone okay for Ray. Ray in Belmont, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hello. Hey, you guys, I'm a warrior lifer, and I've got a little different perspective on Wigan's defensive intensity and lack of it, kind of really killing the Warriors, and a couple details about that. Oh, well, I mean, we weren't uh, talking about it at all, but if you yeah. feel it's the right time to no. come in with that, go right ahead. <laughs> yes, uh, well, um, yeah, they said, like, the Warriors are life and death, death for me, but um, his uh, on-ball in a set situation defense, like against Tatum in the finals, uh, was quite good, but now Kaminga is even better at that and you know lifts the defensive intensity. But other than that, all of his defense, all of the intangible tangibles, the lack of rebounds, and especially the transition defense, because in today's NBA, it's like the Steve Nash, Amare, eight seconds or less on steroids, because you got four three point shooters. So if Wiggins lopes it back on defense, and you never see him jump out a three point shooter block or even um, get out in time, his lack of defensive intensity has a carryover effect on the rest of the team and I feel like people are down on pool but if you watch the Christmas game um, at least pool's sheer will without Curry and Wiggins playing in that game carried us to a win over Memphis not because he was hot but at least he's got that fifth gear where Wiggins I feel like is the guy that really should be moved for the Warriors I was bummed when we uh, paid him 100 million rather than kept Peyton and I feel like he's the biggest key because defensive intensity is chemistry and he's the guy that is kind of the 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 main guy at the lowest end of the spectrum and you got a guy like DiVincenzo who you think Kerr would love you've got Kaminga who is really showing the intensity and those guys I feel like Kerr should be playing and not Wiggins well uh, wanted look, to hear what you guys thought well look I, when it comes to intensity I don't know if Andrew Wiggins is ever really going to check that box from just a eye test alone he is not wired to slap the floor, follow me, I know the way. He's just, it's just not his personality. I don't know if it's passivity, Canadian passivity. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about Wiggins, but there is a lack of visible dog in him right up until last year's NBA Finals. And then you saw it a little bit. And in the aftermath of the parade, you know, he was up there basically promising, this is who I am now. You know, I'm going to go out and get you six, seven, eight uh, rebounds a night now. This is who I've learned I need to be. 
and it hasn't exactly happened. Now, when I do think of the problems on this team, I I, got to say this, Ray. Andrew Wiggins is not one of the first names that comes to mind. But our caller, Ray from Belmont, does, you know, point out something that I think is a pretty good observation. Just saying that, you know, if you're going to launch threes right away and you got a guy who's not even down there to get your rebounds, not even down there in the low post or also hanging out at the perimeter, it, it might gum things up a little bit. I don't think Wiggins is the chief that offended me basketball player on this team in any way. But could he be doing more? You're damn well right he could be. More rebounds, more intensity, more I'm a leader on this team now, follow me, I know the way. Especially now that Curry's out, there's an opportunity for him to do that. Um, you know, I mean, he's he has not been as effective defensively. I don't think it's because he lacks dog. I think he is who he is. And I think what you saw in the postseason was a guy who said, you know, well, this is what I have to do, so this is what I have to do. And he came up big there, and I don't think it's un unreasonable to assume that he would, wouldn't do that again if given a similar assignment. I mean, I could see him guarding uh, Irving every night in a, in a series. Um, I also think that he hasn't been healthy for a lot of the year. So I don't know what it is that has caused him to be less effective, but I wouldn't omit that as a reason. The whole team is less effective. I mean, there's just no other way to look at it. it the entire team has let the team down. Yeah, I mean, I just, I yeah, and like I like you, I wouldn't put Wiggins at the top of that list by any means. I mean, it's just, it's, they are a victim of, I think, overthinking the situation they were in and creating a, a bench that isn't nearly as useful and effective as their past benches have been. And it's not just about old versus young. It's been clear all year long that they don't have the Peyton Porter type who can come in and say, okay, we need this done now. Can you do that? And they would get it done. I don't think they have that anymore. So they're sort of stuck with whatever it is Jonathan Kaminga has to give you. You can't tell Jonathan Kaminga to do something different than what he's already doing. I just don't think they're as adaptable. I don't think they're as... Um, as multi-tooled as past warrior teams. And I think that's an issue about roster construction more than anything else. They took a gamble on Jamichael Green, who up until now has been a profound disappointment. Uh, They rolled the dice on Dante DiVincenzo, who's been good at times, not good at times. And the young guys have not come up really at all. I mean, Kaminga's had stretches, but... You know, Wiseman's unavailable. Yeah, Moody's, Moses Moody's yeah. unavailable. You know, Patrick the, uh, or uh, uh, PBJ Baldwin. Is just, yeah, yeah. Baldwin is just not in the yeah. mix. No, I just no. I just, and I think maybe part of that is because those guys are not useful NBA players yet, and maybe never. So I, I think this is a roster problem. I don't think they're deep enough, and they're also getting up in years. So that's when you need your depth more than ever, and they don't have it. 
I like DiVincenzo, but the rest of the signings have not really worked out. And let me just ask you, as we're sitting here looking at a trade deadline that will be here on Thursday afternoon, so speak now or forever hold your peace time, will Curry's absence in any way affect what the Warriors were about to do here at the trade deadline? I think they were Rogered before this, and they're definitely Rogered now. Because who wants what they have to offer? To the point where they would give up something of value in return. And if you're just going to make a cat and dog deal, you haven't really accomplished anything. So I think, you know, just like all the other trade deadlines the Warriors have been involved in, they're they're going to be watching other people make phone calls. Because I don't think they can be players. I just, I, I don't see how either the math, the desire, or the value is there for them. There are a lot of roadblocks standing in the way of any Warriors offer. We'll get into those in a second. Last week when he joined us on Friday, I asked Steve Kerr straight up. And I just want to make sure that I've heard you correctly. We don't want to misquote you. You believe the Golden State Warriors can repeat as NBA champions as built tonight. Yeah, 100%. That is uh, absolutely something I believe, and, and that's that's what we're working on. That's the plan. Okay. I said, Steve, would you please expand on that just a little? I still believe that we can do this, and, and um, I tell the players that almost every day, and uh, and it's it's authentic. It, it, we do have things to, we've got to improve on, and you know we're down to thirty games left in the season, so we need to take those steps now. Um, but I still feel like we can do them, and uh, I'm, I, I think our team is not afraid of anybody i think given our experience and our history in the playoffs um our guys have a ton of confidence but you know we got to do a better job especially closing games but overall in general coaching staff too you know we've got to we've got to settle on some rotations and and uh, you know figure out exactly how we're going to put this puzzle together the best way that we can because it's it's still not clear. And, you know, while that is disconcerting, I, I still believe that it can be done. There's really only one shot that the Golden State Warriors have. If you really want to boil it down, did like what's the one thing that they could have going for them? Team regular season does not matter. I mean, if that's really who they are, team regular season does not matter. And who they are as healthy as they might be when they start playing on the opening night of the playoffs, that's what matters. Now, having said all that, does Steph Curry's absence affect their behavior at the trade deadline? Well, if they were about to do a deal, they still should. If they weren't about to do a deal and stand pat with what they got, they still should. This Curry injury, if we're basically punting on the entirety of the regular season, it shouldn't matter at all. It really shouldn't matter to what they think, what they're evaluating. And, you know, for the uh, person on the uh, Otis Bird Third YouTube page text line says, you know, it, it's real simple. Steve Kerr has to say that. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Steve Kerr's got enough house credit built up to where if he didn't think that they had the real nuts to win a, a championship this year. He wouldn't have to be cutesy about it. This guy's hung banners. When yeah. you hang banners, you don't lie about your ability to hang banners. Yes, you do. Nah. No, because because he's not talking to you and me. He's talking to the players. And he sort of tipped his hand in the answer, which is, I tell them this every day. And if he's telling them that every day, he can't give a different story to the outside world. 
that that was entirely performative. Well, I don't know what point, he believes. At, at, at I don't point, know. I don't know what he believes or doesn't believe. But he plays that game like every other coach in every other year on every other team in every other sport. Well, do you realize that he's painting himself into a corner that's going to be hard to get out of? Yeah, but he gets. Guess what he gets to say? The day after I said that, Stephen Curry went down for ten games. Maybe. Changes the answer. Yeah, yeah, but but I don't know. I also don't think he cares what the answer is. I don't think he's trying to illuminate us with any answer he gives us. He's basically, you know, he's trying to sell to the players. We could still do this if you guys pull your heads out. So he's painting himself into the corner of my team isn't listening to me anymore. My voice is falling on deaf ears in the locker room, which we all know historically happens to successful coaches. But he also knows that what the outside world thinks doesn't matter. It only matters what the players think and what his two bosses think. Bob Myers is in his corner for eternity. Where Joe Lacob is, who knows? Because Joe Lacob has not had any reason to doubt Steve Kerr up until now. What if Steve's working with a new GM next year who isn't as forever indebted to Steve Kerr? And he starts thinking to himself, you know, Steve Steve was great at this, but he's taken this as far as he can. Well, then that won't be dependent on the answer he gave to us on Friday. That'll be dependent on what the new general manager is watching day in and day out. And Steve Kerr, when it comes to house credit, if the Warriors were stupid enough to get rid of him next year... Uh, for whatever reason, he'd have a job in eight minutes. Oh, no, there's no doubt about so that. So it's, yeah, he has nothing to fear. I mean, he's already a made guy. Which is why I don't think he's compelled to lie to us. Of course, every single Golden State Warrior listens to this show. Why wouldn't you? It's brilliant. It's phenomenal. If I could avoid listening to it, I would. But well, that's another story. No, I think he's got, he has to present the consistent message because he's got young guys. You know, if, look, if it was just about, will Draymond not believe me if I say something to him that's different than what I say to the public? Draymond Green, is he's an old hand. That doesn't affect him. Doesn't affect Curry. Might affect Kaminga. Might affect Poole. So he's got to play. He's got to play the game as though all those guys listen to everything in the outside world, that they're on social media 18 hours a day. So he's got to have a consistent message that follows the message he's giving them. So, of course, he's going to lie if he has to. He's lied hundreds of times. It's who he is because he's a coach. Coaches lie when they have to. Well, was he lying about this when I asked him, so what's this week look like for you and Bob Myers as Thursday approaches? Bob and I will definitely sit down, you know, probably early, early in the week just to go over um, whatever's happening, whatever's out there, if there is something out there or not and he'll fill me in on that and and then you know we just I, I go back and do my job and he does his and that's about it so I mean generally we we haven't had we had the one big one for for wigs a couple of years ago at the trade deadline other than that we've had very quiet um, trade deadline periods and and so I don't really expect anything to happen I don't anticipate anything happening but you always have to be prepared for it one of the biggest reasons why they're not expecting anything to happen is because they're very aware of their own situation. And their own situation, when you really, like, open up the flower and you just start, you know, you stop looking at all the petals of maybe, maybe not, trade, 
trade not. When, when you get past all the you know dream scenarios and you get into the reality of what the Warriors are working with, they are sitting at the table with terrible hold cards and they're short stacked in terms of chips to actually put on the felt and go gambling with at the trade deadline. It ain't easy. Tim Kawakami laid it out pretty extensively in a column in which we will get into when we come on back here from a real quick break. We got Tim Legler joining us at 415 today on Damon and Ratto. And tonight, we're going to get you out to Warriors Live Oh, at about 6 o'clock because the Oklahoma City Thunder are in town. It's Bruce Lee night, which I, I hope gets you a cool Bruce Lee t-shirt at the very least over at Chase Center. Um, and when it comes to the Oklahoma City Thunder, look, there's a little bit of a headache coming into Chase Center tonight. Since we flipped the calendar to 2023, Oklahoma City in the NBA, is rated first in offensive rating, first in net rating, first in points per game, first in three-point percentage, and they've got the sixth-best record overall. They're young. They're too, they're, they're too dumb enough to know what they don't even know yet, so they're just playing, we got athletes, we're going to run fancy, free, carefree basketball, and on a night where Steph Curry's not going to be out there to make up for whatever you're not doing, this is a red alert game for the Golden State Warriors. They don't really have many games that they can just punt away remaining on their home schedule. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.